Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. This is Rob with episode number 261 of Shut Up and Grind, where we help you clear whatever is blocking your path on what you want to accomplish in this lifetime. We're about overcoming obstacles. We're about defying the odds. And we're about challenging you to step out of your comfort zone. Now, this is the last show of 2022. And we're not going to talk about New Year's resolutions. We're going to talk about New Year's commitments. Like, what are you committed to making happen in 2023? Because if I can sum up my 23 in one word, it's going to be dominance. Because I, I am going to be at, at tackling the speaking world. I'm going to finish writing my book. I'm going to blow my gym up to levels where it's never been before. And I'm going to inspire as many people as I can around this globe with this podcast. So what are you committed to making happen? No excuses. Just put the work in. Grind till you make it happen. So with that being said, we're going to talk about who is the observer of your life. Because too many times... We live for other people, like we're living for our parents, we're living for our significant other, we're living for our kids. And now all those may be great things, but the one person we're not living for is our true authentic self. And so as we go through today's episode with my guest, who has a pretty impressive body of work, and he helps people identify their true self and helps them live a fun-filled, authentic life through fitness and through traveling. So I'm not going to tell a story. He's going to tell a story. So please welcome Jason Lattice to the show. How we doing? Awesome. Hey, Robert. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. And last podcast of the year. I'm honored. I didn't yes. know. Yes. So I'm, yep. a little, I'm a little more excited now. Right on. <laughs> yep. Because my next one is January 2nd, I believe. So this is the last one of 2022. Right on. So. So, okay, so for those watching on the live, please hit that share button, right? Don't keep this information to yourself because we're going to drop golden nugget after golden nugget on this episode. And I just met him three minutes ago, and I already know this. <laughs> <laughs> right? so, so, Jason, where are you from? Oh, my gosh. I'm, I grew up in Phoenix, but I traveled extensively and actually ended up in Hawaii for about okay. 15 years. Um, and that's really where I grew up was in Maui, uh, Hawaii, which kind of gave me a different view on life. I, I got to admit, moving back to the mainland, I'm in Utah now, which yeah. Utah should actually be its own country. Uh, it's a really <laughs> interesting place to live. And um, it's been an interesting uh, view of the world. And I like that this is about viewing yourself and others because uh, it's it's a whole different culture here, so I've had to kind of reintegrate, and uh, but I'm enjoying it. It's a beautiful place, so I'm currently in Utah. Okay, so what was so different about being in Hawaii? You know what was interesting? Um, I've been teaching um, energy work. I've been able to see the human bioenergy field. People can call it auras. You can call it whatever you want. What I see is I see energy around your body when I when I look at you, yes. and I've been able to see that since I was a kid. And for me, it's just kind of natural. And in Hawaii, you can talk about those things. You, you can talk about energy. You can talk about love and aloha and, and all of these things. You'll get labeled coming, here. Oh, my gosh. I came back to the mainland and I started scaring people talking about all this stuff. And they're like, energy, wait, wait a minute. Um, so true. And it's so what's beautiful is seeing 
our planet uh, change its its communication. Everybody's speaking energy now. Everybody's starting to feel things. You know, they're starting to say, oh my gosh, this crystal, I'm feeling something. And it's like, oh yeah, it's just energy. We're all energy. So yeah. it's it's beautiful being able to speak my language again um, because things are changing rapidly. And I love that. I really appreciate that. And I've listened to some of your podcasts and I really appreciate your angle on things. So oh, thanks thank for you. having me. Thank you. My pleasure. See, and speaking of energy, like for the people that don't believe in it, it's all around. It's all around because I see you're a speaker too, right? So, you know, you get on a stage yeah. and you can you can feel the crowd. Like you could yes. absolutely feel that. That's such an amazing feeling. And more so, you know, I love speaking about the topics that I speak about, but just feeling that energy exchange, like that's what yeah. really brings it home for me. It's absolutely amazing. So anyone that doubts it, you're lying to yourself because it's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just ask people all the time. They're, they're like, oh, energy. I don't know about that. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? You know, you walk into a room and you're like, I don't want to be around that person. God, they're kind of mm. negative. I'm like, well, wait, you're 30 feet away and you haven't spoken to that person. How do you know that? They're like, well, I can feel it. I said, okay, that's energy. You know, yes. everybody feels it. It doesn't have to be uh, woohoo or witchcraft. It's just everything's energy. Yeah, it's funny because I manage an anytime fitness. And now nice. my my fitness business is RBF Fitness, my, my initials. And so I'm in this anytime fitness with my RBF Fitness gear all the time. And people walk in and they gravitate right to me. Like they know. Yes. Like, like, do you work here? I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> you know, there could be a dozen people in there and they'll they'll look right at me and they know I'm the one. <laughs> so you can just I love count. that. Yep. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So how would you describe yourself? Oh my gosh. Um, that's I, you know what? How about a pot of gumbo? Um, like I've that. been around for, I just hit double digits this year. So I'm 55 and I've been around for a minute. Um, we have a combined family. I've got three kids. My wife, Joy has five together. I think that makes 16 or at least it feels like it. So <laughs> Uh, having traveled around and lived amongst different cultures and studied from shamans in Peru, sat with the Maasai in Africa, um, lived in Hawaii, which is a totally different world where you can just be yourself. Um, honestly, to describe myself, um, that would take the whole show. Um, I'm, I'm just open to everything really i'm just a sponge and i'm happy to be here i'm happy to be a spirit in a meat suit on a blue planet spinning around the sun <laughs> and experiencing this amazing life that's a great answer i love it so, so now so if you take all the hats that you wear in the course of a day and strip all of it away strip away the fact that you're a husband a father yeah. strip away all of that what's left at your core thank you and that's because that's what I ask people all the time. Take the ego away, you know, not your business card, but who are you? Yes. And honestly, I'm just an energetic human really enjoying this experience. I'm, I'm fascinated. I teach a, a small communication course also, and it's communication with yourself before others. And I'll backtrack just a little bit when I was, like I said, I've been able to see energy since I was a kid, but I got ridiculed for that as a, as you can imagine, as a kid, I was a little freak that could see energy. Yeah. <laughs> so I shut it down um, all through grade school and high school. And about uh, my senior year, I started getting into meditation. And back then we couldn't just put on the headphones and, and listen to someone. We yeah. had to actually read a book and practice, mm -hmm. but I, 
at one point, about 30 days into it, I popped out of my body and I was up on the ceiling looking down at myself. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting, I teach this now, but when I looked down, uh, as soon as I realized what I was looking at, I'm like, oh crap, that's me. It was back in my body, right? But mm-hmm. for that moment, I was able to self-observe. And I've, it's just really changed the way I view things because at 18, you can imagine you're still learning about life. And so as I ruminated about that experience, all I could ask myself is, wait a minute, my body was down there. I was observing from up there, but my eyes were down there. Mm. So who's the observer? And it really created a different way of viewing life for me. And that's what I really help people understand is first, like you said, clear the ego. You know, I don't want to know if you're a Republican, Democrat, your religious background, all these things. They're great. But those are just labels that you put on to define yourself. That's your ego and brush that away. And most people can't answer that question. And so I love that you led with that. Seriously, I appreciate you. Um, But as a kid, I learned to be able to observe from the outside. So it's kind of changed the way I view things. And really getting to know yourself helps you get to know others. Because once you can clear all those barriers for yourself and really dig deep, you start to see yourself in others. You start to see other people as your mirror. You start to recognize radically different things instead of saying, oh, cool, you're a Republican. We can hang out. You know, (laughs) and it's crazy. Um, We're all in this together. And we're all just walking each other home. And the more you can realize that, the more you realize we're all the same thing in different shapes and forms experiencing this world. And then the more we can share from here instead of here, the more we're going to connect and learn from others. And I love what you're doing because you're constantly learning from others and absorbing yes. it. And, and it's a beautiful thing. You know, you're not just saying everyone should look and act like me. You're saying, oh, my God, look at all these flowers. They're not all roses. They're all kinds of wildflowers. I want to get to know yes, all of them. And yes. that's that's really where I am. I'm fascinated with, like I said, just this blue planet we live on. Um, but I'm fascinated with people and getting to know others and helping them kind of break those barriers to move to that, you know, notch it up, notch it up to that next level. Love it. Like speaking of, you know, flowers and nature and stuff, I love, I love the hike. You know, I really, yes. really love the hike. And nice. I, I solo I solo travel a good amount because I don't like to plan. You know, like I don't like to plan. Yes. I, like to, I like to just show up and see what's around, like what's in the area. Remember uh, when I started writing my book, I had gone to North Carolina. I took four nice. days. I said I'm going to go to the mountains down there. I'm going to just sit sit in the mountains and just start. We'll start typing. Actually, I had my laptop with me, and Sweet. when I get to the hotel. You know how they have those little travel, those like little uh, tourist brochures in the hotel yeah. lobby. So yep. I, I just happened to catch the side of my eye, the zip lining. I love to zip line. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, awesome. So I made sure I worked that into my plan. And then the guy at the front desk was like, you need to get to Chimney Rock State Park. I was like, why? What's that? You know, it's like, I'm just, I'm just naturally curious about yeah. what's around. And yes. so, so, so many people go like into a box and people are like, Oh, I want to go to Vegas and I want to go to the yep. strip and go see all the casinos. And, and there's nothing wrong with any of that, but I'm like, what's beyond the strip. Yes. It's like, what else is out there? And I went hiking at Red Rock Canyon and had an absolute amazing time. I didn't even know that place existed. 
you know? So like I did all the stereotypical things on the strip, but when I looked beyond the strip was when I found the real beauty of that, of that area. That's awesome. No, I love that. And humans are generally herd animals mm-hmm. and they tend to go where the crowd goes. And yep. so I love uh, two things you said, I really zoned in on. I don't want to go where the crowds are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you sure I'll see it, but I really want to go explore. And you're naturally curious. Yeah. If more people were just naturally curious and naturally fascinated with a raindrop and just how amazing the universe inside that raindrop is, mm. the world will change. The world will radically change for you. And the more fascinated you are with other people and realize how amazing people are, you know, <laughs> God, I love the fact that you don't look or act like me. That's the coolest thing in the world. Exactly. Tell me your story. Exactly. I don't want to be a clone. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, I want to, I want to explore, explore the world, explore people. And that's why I love what you're doing. It's beautiful. Thank you. See, and like, and to illustrate that point as well, I always use sports as an example. Nice. Like I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. I'm up here in Rhode Island, you know, which is a very strong New England Patriots area. And people are always like, you like the Dolphins? How do you live up here and you like the Dolphins? I'm like, what fun is it if we all like the same team? Right? Right? I was like, there's there's nothing wrong with having a different opinion. There's nothing wrong, like you said, with wanting to explore and to be original. It's like everyone's going here. I said, well, everyone's going right. I'm going to take a left and I want to see what's this way. You know, nice. so it's all about learning, growing, exploring and appreciating what's right in front of you. So you. I made it a point a couple of years ago. Actually, it was in 2020 when we couldn't do anything. So Rhode Island's a super small state and I still haven't seen everything this state has to offer. So yep. I started making a point once we could, you know, just at least travel locally anyway, to start Googling hidden gems within this state. And there was quite a lot. And then same thing with uh, the other New England states. Like I love Vermont, I love New Hampshire, but I tend to go to the same spots because I'm familiar with them. But then once I started branching out into other spots, it's like, there's a lot of amazing things just yes. right here in front of our face. But it's like, we we feel like, you know, to be, to have the social media credibility, we, we need to be going to New York City or to LA <laughs> or to Chicago. And and that's not the case. It's like if people yeah. actually strip down all those layers, like we said earlier, and just get to who are you at your core and step into that person. Yes, I love that. The gold's in your backyard, brother. And um, it's funny that you totally spurred a story for me when I was in um, – I've been to Africa a few times. Kilimanjaro is one of my favorite climbs. Mm. And – um, my guide was telling me they love to tell stories in that. And I love to listen, um, <laughs> but he was, and I'll, I'll bring it in tight, but he was just talking about the farmer that always wanted to, you know, be the millionaire, you know, and find gold. And he sold all of his land to go travel the world, look for gold. Right. Yeah. And when he came back 20 years later, totally broke back to his homeland. He realized the person that bought his land found gold in his backyard. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a great analogy of, your gold's in your backyard. Just open your eyes. And really, we all learned in biology, you know, light and frequency comes into our eyes, right? We don't really see anything. We don't. Yep. And our brain interprets it and, it and it mixes with the lights and everything. And it gives us a picture of what's in front of us. And it's amazing how much people look but don't see. Because what we were never taught in school is – 
it mixes all of the light and frequency with your expectations. Yes. And if you expect to see nothing, you're going to see nothing. And if you yes. expect to be bored, you're going to be bored. And that's the one thing I wish I would have taught to the kid is your expectations. And as you, mm -hmm. as you do all the time with people, interviewing people, if, if I don't like Uncle Ed, <laughs> that <laughs> Uncle Ed that I don't like is always going to show up. But that's who I'm expecting to see. Yeah. And energetically, what you expect from another human when they show up for you radically changes the way they show up. Yeah. And most people don't realize that your expectations change everything. And it's it's our belief systems that we were taught as a kid, you know, and I, I remind people I had a breathwork class last night. I was reminding some kids that were there. I'm like, just remember, your beliefs are just beliefs. They should never be mixed with facts because yeah. if I teach you something new, that belief will shift mm -hmm. if you accept it, which means it was never a fact. It's just a thought you keep thinking. And we got these habitual thoughts that we keep thinking. And that's why I love what you're doing, brother, because you're shaking it up. You're grabbing people out of the ears and you're shaking them up <laughs> and saying, expect better and you're going to get better. Yes, I love that. I, I, I've said a variation of that. Probably 150 oh, sure. times on, on this show. <laughs> yep. And I say it in the gym constantly, too. I, I, and I was actually talking with, with my kids about it the other day. I said, people nice. will work to whatever the expectation is. That's, there's no more, no less. Like, you know, you work for that boss that's really high, strong, and a stickler for, for the rules. They typically have a well-run organization. You yes. get a boss that's kind of lags. It's okay if you come in late. It's okay if you call out at the last minute. They're going to take advantage of that, and it's going to yep. happen all the time. And then Absolutely. same thing in the gym. I tell people, if you can't give me 100%, don't come. Yeah. Don't yeah. come. I don't want to hear, I just ran five miles. I don't want to hear what I'm feeling a little under the weather. You walk through those doors, you know what it, what the expectation is. And that's what, what I expect out of you. And, and I love like, that. And people are like, oh, well, isn't it good enough that, that I just showed up? No. No. <laughs> it's like you have to show up and perform. <laughs> it's like if you just walk in the door every day and half-ass, you're not going to get results, and that reflects on me as your coach. And yeah. it's like, and that's not happening. So whatever the expectation is, yeah. people people will rise to that standard. But to illustrate again what you were saying, what's your own expectation? You know, yes. Like what do you exactly. see? What do you see for you? Like when people ask me, what motivates you to train? And people always get taken back when I say this. I'm like. I don't love to work out <laughs> like just because I'm a fitness coach doesn't mean I love to work out. Yeah. Like, I, I really don't, but I'm an athlete and I'm 48, year, I'm 48 years old. So for me to still compete at a high level, I have to put that work in because yeah. whether I'm competing in track, whether I'm playing basketball, whether I'm on a softball league or volleyball, my expectations for my performance are very high. And so my training has to reflect that expectation. Yeah. You know, and that's what I try to instill in the people that I train with. Like if you if you want to lose weight or run a faster 5K or build muscle, your action has to match your expectation. There you go. And you actually have to have an expectation. And that's yeah. one of the challenges I've been unemployed or self-employed, however you want to look at it, um, <laughs> for over 30 years. And I, I've watched that transition. A lot of employee mindsets, which there's nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. nothing wrong at all. But have a hard time transitioning to an entrepreneurial mindset because everyone else has always set their expectations. Yes. And all of a sudden they're on their own. 
they're like, well, there's no one telling me what to do, or there's yeah. no one raising the bar for me. I got to raise my own bar. Wait a minute. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's just it. You have to have expectations. And as a trainer in Maui, um, I only train a couple clients now because I enjoy it. Um, but I don't do that full time anymore. In Maui, at, at different times, I was a full-time trainer. And like you said, your clients are your business card. And I lived on a little island. And so I literally would turn away more clients than I would accept because I would have to just nicely say, I don't feel that you're in this to truly change. Maybe, you know, Sai is a better trainer for you because – and I, what I wouldn't say is he doesn't mind just sipping coffee and watching you work out. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? <clears throat> and I'm like, I don't want to be that trainer. I actually want you to change and become a better human. Yes. Um, and hopefully I can have a small part of that beautiful journey. Um, so, yeah, living on an island as a trainer was tricky because I didn't want to be the one with 10 clients that didn't change. I wanted to be the one that said, oh, my gosh, who trained you? You look amazing. You've, you've radically changed in the last year. Absolutely. All right. So take me through how you started incorporating travel with your clients. Um, travel. I, I, I'm, and I'm doing, I'm also doing less of that. Cause as, as you, you're going to write your book this year, I've got everything mm. compiled to write and publish next year, which nice. is going to be great, but I'm going to shift that into with my adventure company. It was kind of natural for me, um, to travel with clients, you know, taking clients, not only all over the islands, but occasionally like Peru or Africa to climb, um, Kilimanjaro was one of my favorites, but, uh, I would do private travels with my clients and, What's funny is I did it because I like it. <laughs> I want to travel. So what's better than That's having awesome. someone else, you know, be the client that wants to go to Africa, but he needs a guy. Yeah. So, I really got into doing what I love. And that's how I started the adventure company was I love doing these adventures. Um, and it, for me, it was a dream just making a living doing what I love. And so the more passionate I was, the more I attracted more clients that wanted to have that excitement. They didn't want to just go somewhere and look at a map and try and figure it out. They wanted someone else who was excited to be there and show them around. Yeah. Um, and with that, as I transitioned into the book, what I want to start doing more is group, group travel. So okay. trips to Costa Rica, back to Maui, things like that, where I can speak to larger groups. Love it. Know what someone, yeah. someone here did. This was maybe, maybe 10 years ago, I'd say. It was right, right around when I was really starting to pick up steam as a trainer. Nice. So in Cape Cod in Massachusetts, it's a big tourist area up yeah. here in, in New England. And this person would place, I, I think it was Craigslist ads back then, because this was before Facebook ads and all that yep, stuff yep. were a thing. But he would place Craigslist ads for a summer, like a, a beach boot camp down there he would charge 20 bucks a head he would get like 20 to 30 people he would just do one yeah. class at six in the morning of the sunrise yes. boot camp and then he would just vacation the rest of the day with, <laughs> with six with 600 bucks in cash <laughs> i was like that is absolutely brilliant <laughs> and do you think he was passionate to show up the next day oh of course <laughs> absolutely imagine and that's what people there. forget yes people forget you've got these uh, you know, a lot of coaches out there that are, you gotta, you gotta grind 48 hours a day, which yes, you need focus. Yeah. But we tend to forget that our passion comes from doing what we enjoy, yes. you know? And if you can blend that passion with what you do, 
you're you're winning the game right there and the money follows you don't have to run after the money because when you're passionate and you can share that passion it flows to you and our brains are electric we can we can measure the brain waves right in electricity yep. yep our heart is magnetic electromagnetic so oftentimes i say when we're working from here we're chasing things when we're working from here and we can merge the two things yep. come to us we're attracting things yes there you go love it that's that's great that's great all right so what who is who is your favorite type of person to work with <laughs> honestly someone someone who's um open and ready to change someone who understands that they want to learn something new um i'm really i'm not a hardcore coach you know what i mean i'm not there pounding it into you i'm making it fun and saying hey this is what i've learned on my life journey let me share it with you. You know, I'm not the professional that's going to use really big words to impress you. Yeah. I'm the person who wants to speak in your language and share in a way you're going to absorb it. And that's really why I had a, a psychologist uh, actually have me make that short video on communication. It's free. Uh, it's like a 25 minute video. It's free on my uh, Instagram link tree. Um, so please go check it out. But it's, it's communication with self before others and being fascinated with others. Mm -hmm. um, and I think what really helped me, and I know you can relate to it, being a personal trainer, you realized I can't talk the same way to every single client, right? Um, I've got to understand they're a unique individual and they may need to hear it from a slightly different angle or different tone, right? Yep. So that they can actually absorb it because it doesn't matter if I can recite the freaking encyclopedia. If you don't care and you're not hearing it, it's not doing either, either of us any good. So really it's just speaking in words that your client can understand and is open and ready to receive. And I think that's just it, open and ready to receive. Sam, you hit the nail on the head that you can't speak to everyone the same way. And I learned yeah. this in 2007. I went through a course called True Colors. It's um, cool. it's, like, it's like the old Myers-Briggs or what, what is it now with the animals and all that. It's, it's the same yeah, I know. <laughs> thing, right? You know that same thing. But same thing, like, relabeled. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's like le leaders, leaders, doers, thinkers, feelers. You know, so essentially nice. most people fall into one of those four categories. Nice. You know, so like leaders are going to want the, the layout, you know, like what's the process? What are we doing here? The yeah. doers are like, what, what, what do you need me to do? No matter what it is, nice. I'm on it. Right. Then you got the thinkers. Those are the why people. Well, why are we doing this? How is this, this going to work? How does this benefit me? And yep. then, then the feelers, they just want everyone to get along, work together <laughs> And they're all about the collective good of humanity. And yes. so and in learning that, because I just had that, well, I do it this way, you can too. You know, and this this was I was in my mid-20s at this point. Yep, yep, you know, yep. Same. So, <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, this is what I can do. Like I've like I've always been driven, I've always been an athlete. So like I never understood people who aren't self-starters. Yeah. And then so, but once I went through that training, like my whole style shifted. Because there are people that need you to be bold and swear at them. You know, yes. so those people are out there. There are other ones that need the hug, say, listen, I believe in you, you know? Yes. So it's like, like once you understand that, like leading and connecting are two different yeah. things. You know, because people- I love will, that. People will follow a leader. People will run through a brick wall for someone that they connect with. Yes. And if you can build a team for your business, 
that has all of those people in it that are committed to the same cause, mm-hmm. you're golden. It's amazing. Um, yeah. And just the synergy that that creates. Um, and that's one thing I actually teach. Um, we've all heard right brain, left brain, right? You know, mm-hmm. right brain is more analytical, um, and left, or excuse me, left brain. And then right brain is more artistic and feelers. Um, yeah. And you can split those groups into, it's, it's, you're never divided down the middle, right? Yeah. But if you can blend those two, you know, something I really learned in martial arts, if you can learn the yin and the yang and blend that, you can become a little bit of all of that yeah. and it helps you connect. And one of the types of meditations I teach is whole brain thinking, where you can take that right brain, left brain and merge the two, yeah. which helps you be a little bit of everything and contain the essence of all of that. And I think it really helps you connect with more people. Yeah, very true. And in the work in the work realm, you know, like having those different people, because like with me, I'm a doer feeler. Like that's that's yeah. my my top two. Nice. It's like, yes, I'm in leadership positions. I've always been in leadership positions. I've been captain of sports teams, general manager of restaurants. Like, so I've always been. Yeah. But 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 again, you strip away that yeah. like what's I'm really like a what needs to get done and let's work together and get it done. Like that's that's me at my core. So like when I have to do too much of like the administrative stuff, like that's not in my my 5% of genius. It's just not. Exactly. You know, but, but having that thinker, you know, being paired up with a thinker, they'll make sure all the I's are dotted, all the T's are crossed. They'll make sure, you know, the calendar is all set and then so on and so forth. So it's like, I, I had an assistant years ago who was just like me. So how do you think those, those uh, work meetings went. We would talk for two hours and accomplish nothing because <laughs> we were exactly the same. I've been there. Yes, and then once I paired myself with someone yes. who's a who's a more more thinker, thinker mm-hmm. related. Like, Rob, stay on topic. <laughs> stay on topic. Yeah, yeah. We got yep. to get this done first. <laughs> You got to have that person that keeps you out of a little bit of a leash. <laughs> yes, because I'm such a visionary. Like, my mind goes yeah. all over the place. We can start talking about steak, and then I'm talking about seasonings, what cuts a steak, how do we do it. And I'm like, whoa, Rob, back, back up. <laughs> back bring, up. It, bring it bring it, home. Bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. Oh, man, too funny. All right, so, awesome. so talk a little bit more about what you're doing now. Um, what I'm doing now, um, I'm having, I'm having fun. I'm at the age now where I'm taking 30 years of coaching and I'm kind of compressing it into what I found really works well. Um, and, and I'm having fun with it. My wife and I have a company called booty gear. We started with meditation headbands that hold a crystal over your third eye. So I actually, as we were building that business and now we do complete headwear, um, I took about a two year, well, I takes three year sabbatical from coaching. Um, so I just kept one or two clients on the side because I really like to assist people. Yes. But now I'm literally from three years almost off from that, I'm, I'm jumping back in. And what I've been able to do over those three years is really compile my thoughts into the book, right, and videos and things like that. So I really want to shift from the one-on-one coaching to working with larger groups. Um, and like I said, getting that book out so that I can serve more people. Uh, but I work a little more the energy realm i'm i'm again now that i'm on the mainland and people are starting to understand this i'm more comfortable with that last night i was doing a breath work uh meditation class 
where I blend some Tai Chi um, mixed with some breath work to kind of release and bring up emotions. Mm -hmm. And then I, I help people drop into a deep meditation where they can let them go. Okay. And, and really that's, that's where I'm at right now is helping people understand because I was a trainer, understand your biology. You know, yes, we're all energy, but let's talk about that later. Let's talk about your biology and what you put in your mouth affects the way your body responds to the life around it. Right. And then once you understand that, I can teach you a little more about your brainwaves and how you were programmed or how you self-programmed as a child when you were in that Delta theta alpha brainwave. Mm. And then from there, then I'll help people understand their central nervous system so they can regulate that. Anxiety and depression is, is the new pandemic. It's crazy. Yeah. It's everywhere. And I found there's so many great techniques, but honestly, and I know you can relate in the personal training realm, explaining like food. If I just say, don't eat that. What? <laughs> but if I tell you what that does inside your body and you go, Ooh, yeah. Now you don't want to eat it, right? Mm -hmm. And if I can explain people to people how and why they're caught in these ruts and these patterns and how they were programmed, what I call is their domestication process. That how you were domesticated and raised um, really is what program that subconscious, all those habits that you keep doing that you don't even know you're doing. Um, once you understand that, you kind of start to shift and go, oh my gosh. I can change. This is what's going on inside of me. And they start to shift on their own. And it's a beautiful kind of a self-healing process where, yes, I can teach you some techniques. But once I explain <laughs> your meat suit and how it works and what's going on in your electrical system, you start to self-regulate right away. You start to go, I get it. Oh, my gosh. And slowly you start to just find that center on your own. And so that's really where I am is I want to help people understand how they were programmed as a child and then how to reprogram that. Right. So you can become uniquely you, not this person that I want everybody to be uniquely you. And that's really what I do. And and how to break away from the herd. Like you said earlier, yeah. you know, hum humans are naturally get herd. that herd mentality. Like yeah. one of my one of my clients, I think she's 52 or 53, I want to say. But she was saying that a friend of hers told her, I don't know why you're wasting your time trying trying to lose weight. You're over 50. It is what it is. Yes. Right? And so the first thing I said to her was, was your friend, is she fit? And she's like, oh, God, no. I was like, yeah, she's trying to keep you with the herd. Exactly. So like, That's exactly what she's doing. I said, just because she doesn't have the will to do it, she's trying to project it onto you. I yeah. said, you want to surround yourself with 50 plus year old women who are fit yes, <laughs> and, and pick yes. their brains. You may not necessarily look like them, but you'll adopt the habits that they're yeah. doing. You know, it goes back to that whole, you know, the five people you hang around with, you're going to be the sum of those five people. And it's yes. true in every facet. Like if you're, if you're an athlete and you're surrounded by non-athletes, do you think they're going to fuel your work ethic? Yeah, absolutely not. And same thing in fitness, same thing in business. So doing what you're doing, you're helping people escape the herd, you know, and yes. so, so they can be their authentic self. So that's, well, awesome. that's it. Hats off to be, you for creating that. Be you and know that you're that you are you. You're unique. And that's freaking awesome.
You know, you don't need to look like the Instagram eyebrows. You be yourself. <laughs> you know, so um, I actually had a fisherman uh, explain it to me. He was actually East Coast fisherman, so you might you might relate to this. But he said it's like crabs in a bucket, and I'm like, what yes, I know this one. Yes, because you got a bucket full of crabs, they can't get out because all the other ones keep pulling them back down. Yep, exactly. They're like, what are you doing trying to break free? Get back in here. Yep. It's crazy, and that that just really exploded my thought process. Um, mm-hmm. with that simple analogy yeah like when i do consultations so i'm kind of the opposite of you which is fine mm-hmm. right everybody's style Good. is, is their style. i love that and i'm very straight between the eyes right and and i probably chase off more people than, than I, bring <laughs> I, yep. tell them, I tell them like the expectations are high i was like if you're not ready to do this don't join like don't Thank waste you. my time don't waste your money yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. don't do it. So, but people who join get results. Like it's yes. that simple. If you come in, yes. you're coachable, and you want it more than you don't. It's like it's like you don't have to be a hundred percent in. But even yeah. if you're 75, 25, 60, 40, even as long as you want it more than you don't want it, yeah. we're gonna get your results. It's just a matter of how fast you get it. If you can give me a hundred percent, you're gonna get results faster. Now, if you give yeah. me 60%, it might take a year or two. <laughs> but but if, if you're ready to do this, like, I don't want halfway. I don't want it's a good idea. I don't want, you know, I always say content people are the worst people to work with. They really are. Like the say that again? Content people are the oh, worst yes. people to work with. Oh, my the gosh, People yeah. who hit rock bottom, they're motivated to get out of rock bottom. And the people who are successful or fit want to stay successful and fit. Yes. It's those yes. people in the middle. <laughs> and I, and I, I try I try to vet them right out, right yeah. in the consultation process. Contentment is beautiful, but it can turn into a disease. Yes. Um, because you just, the world is passing you by and you're not leveling up, you know? Yes. And it's, you know, I like the way you said that because it's, you know, and, and to backtrack in Maui, I learned kind of the hard way um, because I was on a little island and everybody knew who my clients were. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, Okay, this makes a difference, you know. <laughs> if you're not changing, who's going to hire me? And so, uh, really realizing you need people who are open, ready for change, and ready to learn. And that's what you said a moment ago in different words. If yes. you're not ready to learn, honestly, I'm not going to serve you. I'm not here to just sit in the same room with you and take your money. Yeah, that'll pay my rent, but it doesn't make me happy, um, and it doesn't change either of us. And there's always an energetic return when someone changes. Honestly, that that fuels you, that feeds you, and in an energetic way, you both. You know that high tide raises both ships. Yeah. Yep. See, and that goes back to what you were saying earlier about the passion. You know, and and it's what it's one of those words that that gets said so much, and people think it's cliche. Like, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's like yeah. I don't sit here and say, "Oh, January's coming; it's going to get so busy." But people in retail uh, during the Christmas season, they're like, "Oh, the next six weeks are going to suck." Where I'm like, "January's coming; let's go." Yeah, <laughs> you know, because that's what I like. Because you know, people usually don't join the gym because they're feeling great about themselves. Yeah, you know, so so they're usually coming off off of something, or they're feeling a certain type of way, and they need that positive, the positive outlet. And then just to watch them flip the switch and yes. start getting results, start sprouting muscles. Had a woman the, the other day. Well, this was probably maybe six weeks ago. She's like, I haven't had one of these in a decade. 
Yes. <laughs> There's like, bumps. That's what I got I'm lumps. About. Yep. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I have bumps. And she said, uh, she noticed when she when she was brushing her teeth. <laughs> and she's like, Aww. she's like, oh my god. She's like, I have a bicep. That's, that's and then the I, best. I had another woman. I said, you know what? I said, it's time. It's time for you to start doing unassisted pull-ups. And she's like, what do you mean? I can't do one. I said, that's why I said it's time to start. And I'm like, we're gonna work on it. And yes. she thought it was going to take forever. I said, I said two weeks. You watch, two weeks. Nice. So within, I think it was like 10 days, I want to say, she was able to do a jumping one. Yes. And then, then earlier this week, from, from a full dead hang, all the way up. Oh, I said, nice. I said, see, I said, I told you, you, whatever your expectation, whatever the expectation is, you're going to work to it. Like, so my expectation shifted for you to start doing unassisted pull-ups. And then now that you do one, now she's mad. She's like, ah, I can only do one. I can only do one. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Right. Because now (laughs) her own expectation shifted for for herself now. And so now at, at the end of every class, she gets over and she does one or two, you know? Yeah. And so That's she's getting awesome. herself in the habit of doing it. It's the same thing. Like when people come to me about speaking and they're like, oh, I'm such a bad speaker. Like how, how often do you practice speaking? <laughs> well, uh, never. That's why you're not good at it. If you, awesome. if, you, if you practice speaking, you'll get good at it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. So. No, that's awesome. But it's just, it's the expectations and just notching up a little bit every day. All you notch up on only a centimeter every day over time right over time that's huge you just need to stick with it you know and it's like like you're a runner right track and field or were sprinter sprinter okay sprinter there you go no were i did a little i did a little bit of everything in in maui i just i was that mindset like i wanted to try everything and (laughs) i was into running for a while and some marathons and triathlons but i would have people that have never run before and they must have read a book or saw something because they come to me like, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm like, hey, you don't run, but you want to run a marathon. Okay, first, awesome. Kudos to you. Second, go run around the block. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what do you mean? This is supposed to hurt. I'm like, it doesn't have to. Because tomorrow you're, tomorrow you're going to run it twice. And they're like, I ran it twice and I'm not tired. I'm like, because the next day you're going to run it three times. And and they slowly start, just like the pull-ups, right? Slowly start notching up. Before they know it, they're doing a 10K. And they're like, yep. I don't even feel like I trained for it. I said, yeah, because you slowly notched it up, right? Yep. And you didn't have to be there by Thursday. You know, you didn't, <laughs> like most, most, most commercials, I'm going to be a millionaire by Thursday. You yep. know, um, notch it up. And, but keep notching it up a little bit at a time. And those small changes over time will have radical results. Yep. And I, I agree with absolutely all of that. Just, I tell people the first thing, find one and sign up for it. Is that because there you go. Because yeah. now it's real, right? Now Amen. it's real. And now you're forced to train for it. Like, and um, tell a few people about it because they'll keep you yeah. committed, right? Yes, right like we have up here, up here in New England, in Vermont, mm-hmm. we have a Spartan beast that's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. And and I tell people, now I've done it seven times and it's like nice. this year this year was actually the best, but we started training in March for it, and the race is in mid-September. Yeah, oh so, so so we put in <laughs> we put in a lot of work, we hiked a lot of miles, so I was ready for it. But a couple of times, this same race has put me in the hospital. <laughs> so just from over <laughs> overuse, you know, overuse, gave myself rhabdo a couple of times. And so, nice. but I tell people, I was like, 
if you want to do an obstacle race, find one and sign up. I say because now you're forced to train. Yes. Because because if like if you that. just start taking days off, next thing you know, you know the calendar doesn't slow down for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, but you sign up, put the money for it, and then yeah. then we'll make a training schedule. I said, but it's not real until I see that receipt that you signed up yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. I had a coach that was a a friend of mine, and he would actually have people put. He'd say it's a it's a five thousand dollar course, and at the end of the course, if you pass it, you get half your money back. Mm. And and they had to put that money forward. He goes, I'm going to put it in escrow. It's just going to sit there. Yeah. I don't want it. I want you to have it back. Yes. But we got to commit to this. You got to get to that goal. And it's funny that everyone has a different level of commitment and, you know, the different things that will keep their nose to lightly to that grindstone. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you just got to have some skin in the game, right? You know, and you can say it a hundred different ways, but you got to have some skin in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said earlier, too, you know, you, you have to you have to have something that you're working towards. It's like, yeah, with, like when people come into anytime fitness, like just to join the gym, it's you know, we're not a ten dollar a month gym, yeah. but but we provide ongoing coaching. And so many people come in and they're like, oh, oh I don't I don't need that. You know, I used to play I used to play college, pick a sport, you know, college soccer. I'm like, OK, but you're 53 now. <laughs> so you yeah went to, you went to college a long time ago a lot has changed with fitness with technology with nutritional guidance like a lot has changed oh so much has know, changed. Since, since the mid 90s <laughs> and so i'm like don't discount what we can bring to the table like i've been a lifelong athlete i was an all-american in track and field and i've nice. been coaching clients for 14 years yeah. like don't discount my ability to help you. <laughs> like and, and awesome. it, it doesn't cost you anything else. If you go to these other gyms, yeah, you know, you'll pay 10 bucks a month, 15 bucks a month. But if you want coaching, you got to pay for personal training. Like, well, experience, part you of know, it. Yeah, don't like, hire a guy that hasn't been to that summit. Right. You know? exactly. And that's just, yeah, I can find you a really cheap guide. They've never been there, but they'll take mm-hmm. you there somehow. And, yep. uh, and that's just it experience, you know, kind of trumps everything. And uh, it's yep. funny. Cause I, I, I cracked the joke. I don't know if it was good or not at the beginning of my class last night. I said, I just took an Instagram class and I'm here to teach you. And everybody cracked up cause they got it. And I'm like, well, no, I've been doing this for about 30 years. So you can yeah. trust me. You know, <laughs> exactly. I've been there. I've, I've been there. And that's just it is you need, if you're going to hire a guide, hire someone who's been to that summit. Exactly. And that's in every facet, too. Like if you're going to hire someone, someone to speak who's never spoken. I mean, granted, people have to start somewhere, you know, but like but like if you're going to if you're going to pay someone big bucks to come onto your stage, it's like you want someone that knows what they're doing, that can bring the fire and that can leave your audience better than than when they first sat down. It's like you need that person. But on the other side. As it says right up above us, your true power lies in your story, right? Nice. No matter whether I'm doing fitness, whether I'm, I'm helping someone write, write a speech, whether I'm helping someone prepare for an interview, I always tell them the power is in your story. Like when, yeah. I, when I sit down in these consultations, like I had a bad knee injury in 2009 where I was told I would never run or jump again. And I always tap into that story because people, especially people like 40 and over, they just think like they're just basically waiting to die. You know, so, well, I know your metabolism yeah. changes and you it can't changes. build muscle anymore. And just all of these myths that are just not true. 
And I'm like, listen, listen. I said, someone with a PhD was wrong about me. And yeah. why? Because the human will to succeed is the most powerful force on this planet. There you go. It really is. So it, it's, it's just mind boggling to me. Like how people <sighs> will take somebody else's diagnosis for them and just run with it. Oh, like, oh yeah. well, my girlfriend said that, blah, blah, blah. Like how many people had your girlfriend coached? <laughs> yes, I love that. that. Exactly. About thirty-three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ed said, "Don't start that business." I'm like, yes. "What does Uncle Ed do? Has he ever had a business? No, but he's full of stories." <laughs> oh, you know, you know, just this morning, right? One of my my uh, private train training clients, she, she says to me, "You know, Rob, this guy I'm seeing because I I only do thirty minute PT sessions. Like I I don't do forty five oh, nice. minutes or an hour, just thirty. She goes, you know, this guy I'm seeing said that." You know, she's like, you know, he's an engineer and he's this and he's that. And he says that you can't just train for 30 minutes. And, and, and I said that to her. I said, how many people has he trained? And she's like, uh, well, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, it's like, it's like you, you have, you have to take advice from the people who are doing what you want. Like I've gotten hundreds of people in shape just doing 30 minute sessions. I love that. So I you're gonna, you're gonna take this guy you just started seeing, and you're just gonna take what he says and actually entertain it. When you've been working with me for three months now, you're down twenty something pounds. Yes. you got muscles sprouting. You know, it's like you're deadlifting almost your body weight. When when you came to me, a sixty four year old shell of your former self. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like yeah. Sarah, you're gonna take this guy's word for it. That's so funny. It's yeah, I love that. I can relate to everything you're saying. And I'm gonna throw it. I'm gonna throw one at you. You've probably never had before. Okay. I don't know how this happened, but my battery's almost dead. So okay. I'm, I'm working remote right now. So I need 30 <laughs> seconds to grab a cable. You good? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'll be right back. <laughs> go right ahead. <laughs> so right, I'll just fill the air with uh with some good stuff. All right. So if you just tuned in, I'm speaking with Jason Lattice. He's out of Salt Lake City in Utah. And we are discussing who is the observer of your life. So we just spent the last 49 minutes talking about how you can get in tune with your authentic self. And Jason was talking about getting in tune with your energy, getting your mind and your heart working on the same frequency so you can step into your passion and live the life that you want to live. And you are right. I, that's never happened before. <laughs> that's awesome. I've never had that happen. So we're, we're doing first right now. Yes, that's right. Making history. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. That's great. All right. So let people know where they can get in touch with you if you have, have anything going on. And just tell a little bit more about, about what they get in working with you. Perfect. Um, honestly, if you want to get to know yourself a little bit better, it's the best way to level up anywhere. I've coached uh, CEOs of Fortune. I just ran to get my cable. Fortune 500 companies <laughs> all the way down to the weekend warriors. And honestly, it comes to mindset. And that's really where I am is mindset. I want to teach you about your body and your mind, your central nervous system how it works and how you can take control of it instead of like having it constantly control you. Yes. And it, it comes down to habits, the habitual things we do constantly. And most people are like, man, I've been trying forever to stop doing this. And it's like, I can help you in a couple of days. 
switch that. And really it's switch that switch and it helps anybody in any part of their life, whether you're a business owner or whether, like I said, you're the weekend warrior that just wants to stop habitually why, you know, being on the treadmill of life as opposed to owning your life and taking charge. And that's what I help people do is really take charge of it. The easiest uh, way to get a hold of me, if email is just Jason Lattice um, at Gmail. My website is Jason Lattice. My Instagram is Jason Lattice slash quantum body. But fortunately, I've got one of those names that I'm the only one on there. So <laughs> Google me, you'll find me, you'll find some fun videos I do with the travel channel and some other things when I was in Maui. Um, but Instagram is one of the best places to get a hold of me. Just my name right there on the screen, Jason Lattice slash quantum body. And I can really help you understand your energy. I don't want to work with you and keep fixing your energy like a lot of people do. I want to teach you how to own your own energy. I want to unemploy myself. <laughs> as crazy as it sounds. I want to work with you and help you shift, you know, so you can go off and own your life. Love that. Like I tell people in the gym too, like my goal is not for you to train with me forever. Yeah, exactly. I, I said, there's no shortage of out of shape people out there. <laughs> like there, there's no shortage. Yeah. So if I can teach you, like if you invest, invest here with me for say six to 12 months, and then you'll have all the tools that you'll need to go to a $10 a month gym and keep it going. Yeah. You know, and then, like, you know like what, in six goal. months, they could call you back and, and you can write them a new program. And yeah. then you can help them with the next phase. Then they mm -hmm. can go for six months. Then they can call you again. It doesn't yeah. have to be you. I don't want people on a leash. I want yes. people to to own their life and have their own, you know, control of their body, mind, and spirit. Gotcha. Love it. See, and you had mentioned a couple words like mindset. You know, that's another one that pe people are like, oh, this another mindset talk. Is this another mindset talk? And I would say. Yes, because it's the most yes. important thing, right? It's the absolute most important thing. And I started reverse engineering my consultations rather than because people are always like, you got to find your why. You got to find your why. And, yeah. and, and I just say, what don't you want anymore? There right? you go. Like, oh, like, nice. That's, a, that's the first question. Like, what don't you want? Okay, then why do you keep doing the things that keep you in that state? Yes. You know, and well, like, and that's that's what I help them with is yes. rewrite that neural programming. Yes. And that's really where I am. I, I call myself a human performance coach yes. because, like I said, it'll help anybody. If you can learn to rewire your habitual thinking, you can do anything, anything yep. you put your mind to. Mm -hmm. Like we're at the uh, at any of the races I did. I think I did 20 obstacle races this year. Nice. And that's several, awesome. Thank you. And several of them were on the mountains. Right? So guess how much I ran in preparation for these races? <laughs> I right? don't know. Who said? But, <laughs> That's but, awesome. But like I said earlier, I'm a hiker. You know, so yeah. so I go here in Rhode Island. We don't have any mountains, but we do have a couple places where there, there's some steep, steep climbs. Uh -huh. yep. And so I go there with with my clients and we just up, down, up, down, up, down. Love that. And, and, I, and I tell people, like, you don't have to run all the time, regardless of what you see with these marathon training plans and half marathon training plans. So yeah. if you keep your body under duress for yeah. the amount of time that you want to run, you get the same effect. I was well like, done. I promise you. And well said. Thank you. And so, but at these <laughs> races, and you see people, you know, they're running, they're running, but then we get to the mountain and I blow by all of them. 
on on that up. And so, on the up, yeah. Yeah, because like you got to take the worst part of the race and train there. You know, like if you're doing a half marathon and you know it's hilly and you never do run, like, oh, these hills are killing. No, you didn't train for the hill. Yeah. <laughs> it goes back to what I said earlier. You're only good at what you practice. There right? you go. So, so I shared that because people, people are afraid of the hard part, but the yeah. hard part is what's going to give you your breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. You no. Know? Like when people tell me that they have a snacking problem, I'm like you don't have a snacking problem. You have a shopping problem. <laughs> so, so, so that's the heart of the issue don't bring it home <laughs> yes like if it's not there you can't snack on it it's, there it's you go simple. that's the best advice right there <laughs> right? don't bring it through your front door man <laughs> and and like i tell people if you want something have it just be smart about it like if you want chips yeah. don't get the family size bag get a little individual bag of chips yeah take, take the itch off and then move on. You want ice cream? Get the, the little shot of Ben and Jerry's. Take yeah. the edge off. Because uh, you know damn well, I'm just as human as everybody else. If I get a half gallon, I'm not just having one bowl. <laughs> it, it's not going to happen, right? That sugar gets in your system. you like, yep. well, that's another two scoops, right? And next yeah. thing you know, the thing's gone by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, I definitely change my training with my clients as we get into the holidays. And mm. uh, I'm like, you know what? Eat like a warrior. Just shift a little bit, have a little bit less of this, a little bit more of that, but yes. enjoy yourself. Yep. But we're going to work our training around this to where that's going to feed your body because <laughs> we just exactly. trained for that. We trained for that meal. Yep. And uh, yeah, so it's true. an interesting mindset. Uh, the client I'm training right now that I told that to, he wants to do a Navy. He thought it would be fun to do a Navy SEAL training. <laughs> this june and uh oh, and he and he's just thinking you know we're just gonna train hard and i'm like no you're actually more than that mindset training mm -hmm. and he's like you're gonna have me meditate i said yeah because these guys are gonna run you until <laughs> you you can't even think anymore if you don't have a strong really? mind you can have a strong body but if you don't have a strong mind you're not gonna mm -hmm. make it so that's gonna be a fun training this year is training for navy seal camp <laughs> wow, that's awesome! All right, so yeah. don't don't sign off because uh, I want to uh, run a couple of things by you once we stop the live. Nice, but just um, just let them know know again where the best place is to get in touch with you, and then we'll bring this down. You know what? Get to know me. Type Jason Lattice into Google, and go go read about me. Some of the videos or movies or things that I've done, uh, the work I'm doing currently. The I'm posting most of my work on Instagram which once again, just find me under Jason Lattice and uh, you'll find me there. All right. And that's Jason yeah. L-A-T-A-S for those that will be listening on the audio. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you for those who were tuning in, tuning in live. Thanks for those who are going to catch the replays and, and anyone watching on the podcast. Thank you very much. Please share. Please give us a five-star review because we bring the fire every single show. Jason, nice. thank you very much. And I'll see you in a minute. Thank you, brother. My pleasure. All right, another great episode. And again, this is why I love doing this because you meet people from all over the world. And everybody, when it comes to overcoming obstacles, everybody overcomes something at some time. And who would have thought 261 shows in and I can still have interesting conversations. And why? Because we're all unique. We're all wired differently. And we all have our own unique perspective that we can put out into the world. And this here, this is how you beat Mortality.
This is how you beat it. Because once we are long gone, these videos are going to remain. These podcast episodes are going to remain. And we're going to be able to inspire people long past our lifetime on this earth. So find out what you're passionate about. Step into that. Find out who you are at your core. Lean into that person and do your part to change the world. Thank you very much. And I'll see you on Tuesday. Happy New Year, everyone. Be safe out there. You've been listening to Shut Up and Grind. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. Robert has over 20 years experience pouring his knowledge and expertise at many events in the service and fitness industry, as well as secondary schools and universities. He has a true passion for helping others break through the barriers that are holding them back. To book Robert B. Foster to speak or to reach out, go to robertbfoster.com. Till next time, shut up and grind.